Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I know it's 30 minutes after 10, but to what today's subject matter, how do I actually talk about this stuff? I'm getting a little tired of doing that. No, no, I love doing the show. Don't get me wrong, but it's just the subject matter of today. It's just uh, pretty much bothers me, you know? Not to mention all the irony and all the ridiculousness that's going down. I mean, we all call this, but damn, it's it's really a bit much. Especially after two years of lockdown. <sighs> well, let's get into it then. Welcome to the J-Man Show here on J360 Radio! Hey, how's it going J360 Legion? How are you all doing tonight? Welcome to the J-Man Show here for episode 257. I am your host, J-Man, of course. And, oh boy. <laughs> uh, no, no, no worries. I'm good. I'm okay. I'm just, um, yeah, here we are, right? <laughs> it's been a real busy few days here at J360 Productions, well, with R&D month and everything. And yeah, we're still continuing on with a few things. Matter of fact, I think my liquid cooler for this PC finally came in, so I got more stuff to install. Now to mention this uh, new SSD drive here, well, actually it's not new, it's the older one, so I'm going to do something with it, and I'm thinking about going ahead and making it slowly for games, because you know, hey, I want to get into PC gaming more too, and I'm already on the cusp, baby, eh, but you know what, whereas I'm so happy about the achievements that are going down and how there's some growth here happening, and you know, starting to get closer and closer to that lifestyle that I'm building, and not to mention the empires shaping up pretty well. Uh, we're still in that same old problem, right? You know, what is it with real life, man? I mean, like, you know, you would think that we were on the road to recovery, that things were starting to get better, that, you know, we actually can go out into the world, go to events, and go do things. Not so much, right? No, no, we can go out. We can have a good time, but it seems like a lot more looking over your shoulder and paying attention to, like, how many exits there are, not to mention, like who's who's being sus at the moment and not to mention like certain people that are happily coming out here trying to make our lives harder and then got the nerd to be talking about like oh uh, we're, we're we're afraid of being replaced you will not replace us isn't that what they said in virginia you know during that whole event where like all those <laughs> you know do well patriots were standing right there with their tiki torches and you know pretty much was just staging a whole riot of white supremacy the whole damn thing was stupid, right? But you see, the thing is, it's unnerving because while racing didn't go anywhere, boy, howdy, does it have logs on the fire right now. Burning high and doing a whole bunch of other things, and then not to mention what happened in Buffalo, and that's at the top of, um, well, I don't know if it's at the top, but I know it's it's right there. It's not something you can, like, turn away and shy away from, all this stuff going down. And then, not, not to mention, like, the fact that we're even having mass shootings right now. You know, didn't we have, like, uh, a lot in one weekend? And wasn't there one that took place at a church in, in California where 
it wasn't perpetrated by somebody that was white. It was perpetrated by somebody that was Asian. And this is supposed to be Asian American Pacific Islander month. What in the hell is going on, man? You know? Like, for real. Like, like why, why is this even happening now? Like... Oh, because, you know, lockdown ended, and now finally we got this time on our hands so we can go ahead and do this sort of thing. It's like, what the hell is going on? Like, where do we go from here? Like, it's the same conversation that, you know, I have a problem talking about. No, I can talk about it, though, but I don't feel like it right now, you know? Like, this, we're on the cusp of summertime and all. Like, this should be about... Something more than the same old, same old issue. I'm getting tired of it, man. This, this is too much irony. And not to mention, uh, for those that don't know about this, or you should pay attention to it, because this has all happened before, you know. And the sad part is, is that you know, like there's people that I talk to around here in the land of three counties, you know, they can't keep up. Because there's more and more issues going down, and then like I think one of the one of the people I talked to, they said, "Oh man, see, I, I didn't even know there was a shooting, Jay. I, they just happen all the time. Like we're really desensitized. It's just a part. It's like you know, it's a part of where we are in the world right now." And I was like, "Unfortunately, he's right, because there were shootings that I couldn't keep track of." And I have this network with you guys because I'm busy trying to make sense of what happened not too long ago going into this and then the next thing. And then this great replacement theory that allegedly these patriots are talking about because um, you know what it's about, right? All right, here, here's what the textbook version of it is. That is a conspiracy theory that non-white individuals are being brought into the United States and other Western countries to replace voters to achieve a political agenda. They said it by anti-immigration groups, white supremacists, and others. And then they said that the influx of immigrants, people of color, more specifically, will lead to the extinction of the white race. Hmm. See, let, let, let's just say this, right? This, this nonsense here is a problem. You see, the thing about this whole white replacement thing or whatever, you know, if it was such an issue... You guys have that problem now. But you see, like a long time ago, when you were happily bringing people over here against their will, oh no, it wasn't an issue. It was commodity. It was strictly business, wasn't it? Well, maybe if you were all about that kind of stuff, you probably shouldn't have, like, you, you know, committed mass genocides anyway to try to go ahead and do all this stuff for new land and then mistreat other people half the damn time. But you see, the thing is, things were going to stay your way forever. Things were going to change. Things were going to change in a big way. And now that we're in the modern time and everything's a, you know, everything's a problem nowadays, what with like the first world problems, but now you got all these issues here and the stuff's being dug out, come out through many different areas and avenues on the internet. Now there's a problem because you're seeing like certain people are not going to go ahead and be like the uh, dumbed down would-be modern slaves that you would like them to be, are going to go ahead and feel like insecurity. So this is the biggest insecurity complex you've ever seen. You know what? Like I said at the end of the day, if you're being replaced, it's obviously because you're not doing a damn thing good for the country. You know what I mean? He's trying to scare the hell out of people to keep them suppressed and all that kind of stuff. That's what you're doing. And the thing is, whereas there's other people out here, they talk about, like, where can we go from this? Where are the warning signs? Are we keeping things pure? You know, you're just being a bunch of bitches. You're the worst of the worst. You don't make no damn sense. And if you're certain... Number 45 was so good at his job, he probably still would have had it. 
You talk about it being a cue, but at the same time, it's a very legal cue. It's a legal cue that happens every four years, but nobody wants to talk about what the history is around here in this country like anything. And the sad part is, is nobody wants to atone for things. Do you understand that? I'm just as much as American as any of y'all are. I'm born here and stuff. But then, you know, you got people that get mad at me because of the way I live my lifestyle. That's my damn lifestyle. I'm never changing it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, see, the thing about it is catering to other people, you know, once again, that can be a problem if it ruins what I'm all about. And the truth is that I'm open to a lot of people. I'm all for meeting people, talking to people, having a good time. But you don't get to manipulate, try to clown, or try to control me and all that kind of stuff. And you will never do that. Not without my permission, you won't. And the thing about it is, you're not getting that. And you're not going to go ahead and have me live in fear for the rest of my days. Because, you know, to be fair, I've made... um. Hmm. I've made my peace with a lot of things. I made my peace that, you know, people will not accept me, no matter how great I am. I made peace with the idea that, you know what, I'm going to make my life livable, regardless of whatever the hell you damn white supremacist people out there have to say about it. You're scared of me for all the things that I'm able to do that you can't. And that's how weak you are. And not to mention all the other people around here who really want to live their lives. But at the same time, like I said, you're not making it easier for anybody. And trust me, I know about you black supremacists too. Let's keep on the let's keep it real on this. You know? And the fact that somebody like the way this shooting went for can't even go to the grocery store to get, you know, food for your livability or anybody else's livability, especially if you're taking care of somebody who might need that food. You know, oh, but right to bear arms. Oh, yeah, AR-15s. Oh, yeah. I still don't see the point why you would have an assault rifle like that. The common folk, anyway. And the AR-15 is the same gun that was brought up in multiple different modern shootings. I mean, you cannot deny that. You cannot unsee that. And a lot of people want to talk about regulation. A lot of people want to talk about psych evaluations. A lot of people want to talk about... Let me tell you something about a psych evaluation. People can fake that stuff if they wanted to. And the truth is, is that some people, you know, in the government side of things, they need to actually upkeep and really regulate. But will they do it? That's the question. I mean, you already know where the... We already know where the problem is. But the thing is, there has to be a viable solution. It has to be a solution that comes into play and actually works with that. Now, while at the same time, I like looking at the idea of gun control, I also know that life is not safe for anybody, you know, to be walking around without a gun or any sort of form of protection. And you see, most people are not fighting anymore. They are shooting. And then, you know, the times table that surrounds all this kind of stuff. Because wasn't it the fight for abortion rights... And then all of a sudden, the issue with race was appearing because of the Buffalo, New York shooting. But then there was the idea of more and more problems going on as well, because there were a bunch of other problems that were happening too. And all that stuff's piling on to each other, and now people don't know exactly what they're mad about. And we can also include like when that random person just went up and tried to attack Dave Chappelle like he did. He did attack him, actually. He managed to get on the stage pretty good. But then like when security got up there and did a whole 12-step program beating his ass, people were even mad at security about it. I was like, that's what they're supposed to do. But the thing is, it's like, you know, if that man wanted to, he could have he probably killed Dave Chappelle. You know what I'm saying? 
because he was right there and tackled him. And then he was talking about like, I I was triggered by what he said in, in his last stand-up. I am a warrior for the LBGTQ. And it's like, oh, you representing the block doing something that stupid, right? Just in the same way that this kid over here, an 18-year-old, which kind of reminds me of Dylan Roof, who shot up that African-American church, by the way. You know, he thought he was a cause for, like, oh, his people. And that he was really helping what he was doing. See, and the thing is, it, it, when this stuff goes down, I don't care what the law says. I have every right to defend myself. If you're going to that point, I choose life. You get me on this. I will happily do what needs to be done. I will defend myself and those in my charge at that moment. I, I don't give a damn. You're going to be either be disfigured or you're going to be broken up in so many pieces. Your mama won't be able to give you an open casket funeral, put it that way. Do you understand? It takes like, what, five to ten minutes or so for the police to get there? Longer because I'm a minority, that's just the way it is. But it takes me about, what, less than, less than so or a second to defend myself on my own. I know what that's about. But I don't actively go looking for trouble either. And you know what's, what's crazy about it? Everybody want to talk about the rights of things. Everybody want to say all these kind of things. Uh, just like the whole abortion rights. I had all these women mad at me for some reason. You know, even with abortion, because I was a man. They, You know, and I was there, and I was speaking about it. And they tried to cut me off, try to say a bunch of things. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? I didn't say anything about you and your rights to have one. I'm on your side. And then they were talking to me about vasectomy. And all. I was like... Don't be talking about messing up my plumbing and stuff like that. I'm not over here trying to reverse Roe v. Wade. I believe it is your right to go ahead and get an abortion, and it's entirely up to you. I believe in that. There is no reason for them to mess with that in the first damn place. But I also got to think about my rights, right? Because, you know, I'm a man, but you you forget. I'm an African-American man in this country. They are doing whatever they can to shaft my rights, too. Matter of fact, my rights have been a little bit more rubbed out than yours have. I have to fight to maintain and keep that. And not to mention, just like you, I have to also remind people that I know my damn rights and situations around here. You see what I'm saying? And I'm sure that goes for any other minority-based male walking around here. But nobody wants to talk about that, and nobody's going to give that TV time for me to speak on myself unless I'm one of two things. Unless I got somebody in my family speaking for me, or I'm dead. And which, by the way, I'm not talking for me at that point. You see what I'm saying? And where we live at in this time with all this ignorance and stuff around here, it's hard to keep track because this stuff just happens too fast now. You know, so I'll just put it out there right here for those of you that I know and for those of you that I don't know that are not about like racial supremacy or whatever and are just trying to live your life like me are just trying to put on great shows and get out here in the public because, you know, you went through two years of lockdown and you just wanting to catch up on things or you just wanting to get where you need to be at. Trust me, I get the whole thing. And I and you know what? Thoughts and prayers, it ain't enough, but at the same time, it's what I can do right now. And the whole point I can also tell you is, is be safe and be aware. Because, you know, things are really, really, really out of balance. You understand what I'm saying? And this is your world, too. You do matter, you know? And nobody's going to replace you and stuff. You know what I mean? Like I said, once again, just because I rose up to an air, to a state of being in an area with a net worth and everything while you just stayed there and became nothing but a lout on the world or whatever, that's your damn business. You don't have to be jealous of what I'm doing. But once again, I've said it before, like even me having the ability to do this show 
for you guys. Somebody's going to be jealous about it. Somebody's going to be butthurt. I make a joke about Stephen A. Smith and some woman got offended by that, you know? And I look at it and I'm like, you know what? Take the laugh, bitch. Do you ever think about that? You ever think that I might be right about that sort of thing? No, because it goes against your narrative. Or no, because guess what? You're nowhere near as creative as me to even come up with a good comeback on it. But the funny part is, though, oh, you will go ahead to that point, to that extreme, and try to get at me on things. Or try to get at anybody on things because you think that's your time to be relevant. That's what a lot of these uh, would-be Trumpites and white supremacists and um, anybody you can think of that's really, really knee-deep in racial supremacy or anything is about because they, they think they're better than you, but they're not. And they're not even a fraction of you. They don't even know you. They won't even know me for producing this episode, but they figure, oh, well, I'm going to go ahead and stand by. I'm, I'll be about my oath-keeping. I'm going to do what needs to be done. Uh, everything's impure and stuff. It's like, go eat a dick. You know, like I said, I don't try to dive into hate, but at the same time, you're not going to wipe me out. I don't think you'll really try to wipe any of us out because we're here right now. And when you speak out about the way things are in the country, like they don't want you to teach certain history anymore. They don't want you to teach certain math anymore. They don't want you to really be involved with like, you know, educating the world around you. But see, once again, we got to start acting like a village and we got to start you know, really educating people and really just being mentors. Like, if you've ever been a mentor to somebody, you would know. And ironically, at certain points in my life, I was a mentor to different kids and all. You know? It might change somebody's life more than I know. The point is, it's like, you know, this is the way we're going about things, and it's not working. And then, you know, turn a blind eye to stuff, or trying to say, like, you know, this is what needs to be done, and this is the way... No, it's not always the way. There's a better way to it. You understand? And it's just like nobody really wants to pay attention to that. Nobody would be like, oh, well, you know, you just want to be friends with Trying to maintain peace, I mean, you're going to have to go to war a little bit. And with racial supremacy, with systemic racism, with issues regarding inflation and all this out-of-whack stuff that's happening right now, I totally get it. There's wars on many different fronts, but you, me, and everyone else that isn't about this stuff, well, we need to go ahead and stay up on our own and study up on this, how we can actually offset it and actually know some strategies because sitting there whining about it, finger-pointing, and and going about which news network was right or like, you know, that's why I'm I'm scared for you and, and, and the issue with Donald Trump. I remember my mom telling me that, and I'm like, my mom's creating a stigma about Donald Trump, and I told her this. I said, Mom, you're going to have to stop that nonsense. And I really told her this. Brave enough to do it because guess what? See, my mom is a retiree and she's in her 60s and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I don't see eye to eye with my mom all the time, but I made sure I had to put a stop to that nonsense right there. Because, you see, me and my siblings and her grandchildren, this is in our time. We're the ones that have to make our living through this kind of stuff. And like I said, it goes deeper than like, you know, me doing J360 Productions and all that stuff. But that's still a business. That's still in this country. And you know what? Because of that whole thing, that's why, you know, I stand firm about like what I believe in and my convictions and all the things that I do. You know? It's it's not always about who's wrong or right. It's about at the same time, what is the best course of action for everything? And, you know, there were people out there that were actually considering bringing segregation back. And I'm like, are you out of your effing mind? 
So you, you're you just going to go ahead and throw a burial on that line, and then you're going to try to tell people to be so scared to not do anything. See, the thing about it is, like, I know a lot of y'all handle stuff a lot differently than I do. Me, on the other hand, I have so much invested in what I'm trying to do these days, I'm not running away. I'm standing firm and doing something about it. A lot of you out here, however you go about it, I see people that pop up on my IG from time to time and try to say, well, well, we're, we're scared, really, and... And we're looking at Canada. Whatever you got to do. But let me just tell you this, okay? When if we went out on this, and if we get through this period of hell, and, you know, we make sure that none of this stuff erupts and becomes a problem again, I don't expect to see you there at the victory. You understand what I'm saying? Because, I mean, you ran. You ran from it. You know, you made all those people that run around with the mantra of, if you don't see America, if you don't like it, give it. Yeah, you gave them credibility to say that nonsense. Whereas with me, I look them in the eye, I say, what, you telling me to leave my, what, you telling me to leave my home? You little bitch, what, you telling me to get up out of here? This is my home as much as yours. And there's one way or another, I'm knocking you the F out if you go any further than what you need to. Ain't no hate in this whole thing, it's just respect. I hold my own for me and mine. And the truth is, is that I'm American just like you are. I'm not going to tolerate this nonsense. I'd rather go with the idea of everybody to come in together and rising up. If you're not taking care of yourself to rise up to a certain level, that's your own damn fault. But you know what they say. They say people need something to believe in, which is why, like, you know, the whole myth about Columbus and all that kind of stuff. When he came over here to find a, you know, a more effective way to get to India, but he never made to India. As a matter of fact, he went to indigenous islands and also ransacked and genocided those tribes and everything. You see, you didn't read about that. You heard him making this big grand way with everybody in his fleet coming to America and actually landing in America and settling. But he also did like four tours and all that sort of thing, which he did do four tours, but he went to them same islands. He never really stepped foot in what you perceive to be America and all. You know what I mean? They never tell you about all the struggles and all the issues and everything that went on in those said voyages, did they? They never told you about those things. And the problem is, is that with the real history of stuff, these are things that you have to look for. It's not like it's out there in front of you. And what with them trying to uh, dictate what you should learn about, what you shouldn't learn about and all that jazz, I, I think, uh-uh, hell no. You're going to learn what this history is about. You're going to see exactly what all this stuff is about. Because, yeah, while it's hard to talk about, it's not a theory. It's what actually the F happened. You're going to need to know about it. And the truth is, is this, look at it, learn from it, you might cry, you might wind up uh, looking at people like with new eyes and everything, but you should. And then think about like, what is a better way about it? Now, a lot of people try to say, you know what, don't be racist, it's not hard to be. I mean, at the end of the day, like some people go into the easy form of doing racist jokes or they go into the easy form of saying, um, I'm, uh, I'm hoping that's not racist. Uh, you know, like there were people that were talking to me about like, um, you know, they said, you know, you kind of remind us of Cyborg from Teen Titans. Is that racist? I was like, Cyborg from Teen Titans, huh? That's pretty badass. I mean, like, you know, he's part of the Justice League and everything. And like the New 52s, I mean, I was like, I, I, I took it. You know, because there was one time I was like wearing a tracksuit when I was um, doing some errand for my parents that day. But it was like really, really cool. Some people thought I was like, and I had a crew cut going on at the time. And I need to go ahead and get my head shaved again. But needless to say, I had a crew cut at the time and I looked pretty much like him. 
So I took it. <laughs> but that's not racist, though. You know what I mean? It's just, I, I don't get it. Like, I'd like for times where people didn't have to clarify and they just had a talk. You know what I mean? I'd like it better, like, when people didn't have to be like, oh, you know, tell me every two cents and all this dictation about things. And I'm like, this is sad. Pitiful, even. But it's like, once again, the great leap backward is here. I always talk this with Marco and everybody else, like, you know, the foolery hasn't officially happened yet because we still have a lot more to see. This isn't over. We're going into summertime. And, you know, the fact that, like, even the latest one that's being talked about right now, you know, with 19 kids and two teachers being killed, like, right out in Texas, like, this is insane. And then I think about back in the day when, you know, the Parkland shooting happened. And some of those kids were actually advocating for gun control. And then nothing else followed through on that because I think coronavirus, the first version of it, popped up around that time, right? And then you didn't really hear anything. And then, like, what I was saying earlier about, you know, abortion rights. So what's going on with that right now? Because you're not really hearing as much on that as you would think. You're hearing a lot about, like, the Texas shooting. And then you also hear about the Buffalo shooting. And then you also hear, like, you know, all these other instances. Now, you might hear about COVID a little bit because of the different variations. But nobody's telling you that the original form of COVID is starting to try to come back. You know, even here in Delaware, there's now an issue where, like, the three counties are actually getting high and the numbers are starting to go back up. Not the hospitalizations, though, but the numbers of people infected. I'm not infected, though. I'm not. I'm not. I checked myself. I'm good. But at the same time, it's like there's also a bunch of people that woefully didn't care at the time. And not to mention the way that the vaccines were rolled out were kind of poor and pitiful about things so you know how how you guys went about it is entirely up to you it's a whole different story on how i went about it you understand what i'm saying so that's why it's just really really hard to talk about like and it gives you a headache when you think like things were going up that things were actually going to be better that people actually learned something after two years of lockdown but evidently not And, you know, that's what all people were talking about at the time. They were talking about, like, what it was going to be like with lockdown not being around. Finally making the year kind of like 2020 was supposed to be. Everything was going to be lit. Everybody was going to have a good time. Go out and enjoy the parties and, you know, all that stuff. And, like, cons were coming back. And they still are. And there's nothing canceling that yet. But it's like, and then movie theaters were open and all and people, regardless of what the CDC said, they went out and they did a whole bunch of things anyway, so there ain't nothing to really go at. I could go at you guys all day about being stupid on things, but I won't do that. Not this time. And then you figure, like, you got the opioid crisis, which never died down, by the way. Matter of fact, fentanyl's killing people at a rapid rate, but it's still at a questionable pace now because a mass shooting's coming back in style. And then you figure, like, what would... In the end, like, th- this is not what people need. Alright? You would think, like, social unity and all, or, like, people even try to say this, you know, it's your fault for it. My life's a mess. It's your fault. It's like, I don't know you. But that's your course of action, you know? And and as I speak about this, it's like, you know, like, there, like, I don't know everybody. And the impact in my reach on these shows 
have uh, surprised me even. Like, you know, there's some comedians that know I exist. There's some people out there who are recording artists that know I exist. Uh, people in the local land know I exist. And it's it's cool, but at the same time, it's like, you know, makes me aware. It makes me wonder, you know, my responsibility of things when I put these shows out here. But at the same time, I didn't make this show to be liked. I made this show because I have something to say. And how you handle it is entirely up to you. But at the same time, it's like, I'm holding my own. I know what I was going for and what I'm all about when I did this thing. I'm being a little bit more responsible than maybe, per se, like some of these people out here who are career journalists and will happily go ahead and throw any sort of thing at you with no remorse at all. Which is a shame, too, by the way. And I'm just sitting here thinking this. I'm like, all right. How is it my fault you're not making a good life for yourself? Is it because you didn't take the time for you to go and get a better life or you to actually find the confidence in yourself? Some of us find it later. Some of us go through hell earlier and have to find it later. You know? I had my bout with isolation. I had my bout with the whole, you know, thinking that I'm not good enough and stuff like that. And I've had really crap mentors in addition to lots of excellent mentors. Trust me, I mean, like the whole day with my mom, that's a whole damn story in itself, you know? Because I always wondered, you know, exactly what kind of son she would have wanted me to be. But you know what, I also know with the way the world is, that kid wouldn't have survived. At least I survived a lot of my ordeals. I had to do what I need to do. I had to become more of a fighter and all that kind of stuff. Because, I mean, you worry about being replaced. You worry about being superseded and stuff like that. Don't you, though? I mean, it doesn't it happen like in your family where like it seems like somebody is better than you because of all the affection and all the attention they're getting. But then after a while, when you realize that attention is nowhere near equal to respect, it's a lot differently. It does hit a lot differently. But once again, I got all my crap earlier. You know, and I could go into details about that stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, what does it matter? I'm doing better now than I ever did. That's the whole thing. But I never once talked about being replaced. And I never want. And this is in my own damn family. You know? And this is the same thing about those of you out there. Probably got a worse family life. But you know that there's something more bigger than that, don't you? You know? Other than, like, attention and all that kind of stuff. If that's one thing that fear will lead to, it's attention. You know, soon enough, somebody's going to do a true crime episode about all this stuff that goes down. And then they're going to go ahead and they're going to either romanticize what these people were about or they're going to go ahead and try to get some sympathy cred for what this person's about. But you're not going to get that on this show. And while we're on the subject, these people are the lowest form of life and they know they are. And the truth is they didn't give a damn about it because they took life. And they get all this media press and attention for it. Whereas you and I, we get a whole new bunch of laws that could possibly not be enforced well, if anything, but we're still suspected terrorists. You understand what I'm saying? And going into the whole thing about domestic terrorism, what is a domestic terrorist anymore, right? You know what they did? They gave it a, a name and a face, and they ran with that. And it's nowhere near the same name or the same face as people like this 18-year-old that shot up this uh, Buffalo, New York supermarket predominantly filled with black people. And that's a damn shame. Because a long time ago, it used to be everybody was a suspected terrorist. Of course, somebody of Middle Eastern descent would have to get the blame first. 
considering that we were all pro-Americana at the time. Remember? These colors don't run and everything. Remember, all this stuff gets triggered and it, and it gets played over and over again till you fit that narrative and find yourself aligned into it. It's almost like you're pre-programmed. Especially with the way the media goes through things. Mainstream media is notorious for this. Because some of this stuff comes from that. You know? You think about the antagonists in this story. Really think about all of them. If you ever get a chance to. And I know some of y'all are having a hard time. Like I said, I'm having a hard time doing this episode right now. Because one, I know what I need to say. And I know it's not easy to say. And I know that a lot of y'all want to live your lives and not go through the same stuff over and over again. But it's going to keep happening because people just can't let this stuff go. And it's really unfortunate that we at 2022 have a hard time having baby formula. But at the same time, we'll happily tell people... We'll happily tell people that they can't get abortions... Or try to reverse that back. Or at the same time, we'll try to come out of nowhere to start some stuff with you and could cap you. Basically because of your skin tone and don't even know a damn thing about you. And then the list goes on and on from there. You understand what I'm saying? Not to mention, like, you know, you would think you could ask the police for help, but you can't even trust your own damn government. Because you know what? They shot a man in his own house for eating a bowl of ice cream. Or then there's like the no-knock order where they guess what? No probable cause or warrant or anything. Just go up in there. See anything like, oh, I have the probable cause, but I'm going to go ahead and wipe you out. There's a whole list of messes that this country has to deal with. But hey, you know, once again, um, y'all get mad about the, the thoughts and prayers. It's like, okay, guess what? We need a viable solution. I understand that. But once again, there's nothing on the table without all that extremist crap to it either. We got to cut all that stuff out. We got to really figure out what's going to work. And you might not like it, but it's something that has to be done. That's a damn shame that I have to let you know that. But you knew this. And once again, as the way things are always in a cycle pattern, there's going to be something that comes up that's going to replace this new story too. And then we're going to see what happens. And then we're going to see exactly what goes down and what's next. But you already know what's at the cut, you know, what's at the crux of it. What's the core nucleus of this whole thing. And it's just which part of the roulette wheels are going to be. Will it go back to race? Is it about education? Is it about like something that's beyond my control? Or who shot who? And I wish this was a funny episode, but it's not. It's a damn shame. And hopefully, hopefully we can bounce back from this and hopefully we can, you know, hopefully. I like to think so, but it's going to be one hell of a hill to climb. But all in all, though, I want you guys to take it easy and I want you all to... That's pretty much what I have for you guys tonight. And I want you always to be safe and come back tomorrow if you can. 
and and just like live your lives a little bit better than this and don't give in to weak ass statements like well white supremacy or any sort of supremacy out there if you're already great about things you really don't have to brag about it or take anyone's lives and while we're on the subject here anybody that has to resort to that kind of stuff to uh leave an impact if you will is the most pathetic person alive and you do not need to aim for that you got me because i always got you all right then well this is J-Man signing off. You guys take it easy for me, okay? Peace. Mm-hmm.